All of the major news stories made simple and easy for your listening pleasure. We'll break it down for you in keywords for this segment. We're joined by Adam in the studio. Good morning. Happy Thursday, Lena. Happy Thursday, indeed. And it's an important day for, well... Potential rocket launch. Yes. And it's also Friday Eve. Uh, (laughs) Whichever one excites you more. I'm going to go with the rocket story for the day. Yeah. It's exciting news. I think so. D-Day is, I think, excited for a number of different reasons. Uh, We're trying to manage expectations because, Mm. I mean, it's the first of what I understand many to come. But anyway, let's get the details of this first. Mm -hmm. Here's our first keyword of the day. Ready for launch. Final preparations are underway as we speak before South Korea launches its first independently developed nudie rocket with all homegrown technology that's happening later this afternoon. So mm-hmm. what's the latest, Adam? Yes, the rocket has been transported to the launch pad at the Nado Space Center in Corn County. It has now been set vertically, preparing for liftoff. It'll be charged with air, electricity and liquid fuel, followed by final checkups, of course. Uh, as favorable weather is forecast for today, the launch uh, is expected to go on as scheduled. Mm. Uh, The event will be live streamed on various platforms, including the Science Ministry's YouTube channel. So if you want to check that out, Mm. uh, then go there. Uh, The launch of Nuri is currently scheduled at around 4 p.m. The actual time will be announced an hour and a half prior to liftoff. So Mm. basically the ballpark is around 4 p.m. Now, if weather conditions uh, turn bad, fingers crossed they don't, Mm. then the launch could be delayed. But there is a launch window of about a week. And just to manage our expectations, I think mm. the science ministry has stressed over and over again how common it is for uh, right. these launch dates or times to be delayed, mm-hmm. depending on the unpredictability of the weather conditions. That's right. That's right? why they have this window of yeah. about a week to mm-hmm. uh, factor in all those kind of variables sure. that could happen. Uh, and of course, Thursday's launch is the first in a series of tests planned for Nuri. As you mentioned, the government has scheduled additional launches uh, next year, 2022, the next in 2024. 2026 and 2027 Mm. uh, regardless of the success of the current launch Mm. uh, and the next launch after today has already been scheduled uh, for next May so Mm. we'll be seeing a lot more of this rocket and uh, the next one is actually said to carry an actual satellite not a dummy one uh, that will be uh, launched today yeah today there is a dummy Mm. Uh, the success rate is around between 20 to 30 percent which one might argue is that low or is that high considering Mm. that it is the first set of homegrown technologies again manager expectations yeah. we've seen a lot of rockets uh, yeah. by private companies right, uh, space right. x for one that right. wasn't successful the first time in its inaugural launch if there we remember you go. and if you think about how much technology and money was poured into those mm. it kind of gives us a ballpark of why yeah. it is actually really difficult to launch a rocket and take a satellite into orbit that's why they don't say that that's why they say rocket science is probably one of the hardest sciences out there isn't it there you go <laughs> uh, just just because the last time when uh, Nara was launched Mm. I think there was a certain air of disappointment but this is all to kind of you know gauge a story with a better understanding yes all right on to our second sort of related keyword Mm -hmm. of the day UN Satellite Committee. So we are at least staying with space-related news for the time being. South Korea Mm. has become an official member of a UN Satellite Committee, Mm. in case this is your first time hearing about (laughs) it. Let us tell you more. Yes, the country is now an official member of the UN's International Committee on Global Navigation Satellite Systems, Mm. ICG for short. Now, the decision was made at the annual UN ICG meeting on Tuesday, This gives a boost to the nation's aim of launching its own satellite navigation system. Uh, 
Uh, the members meet annually to discuss the current satellite navigation systems in place and improvements that can be made. Mm. Uh, and the committee comprises of 12 countries, including the US, uh, China and India. So mm. two big um, mm. space race uh, leaders. Race leaders. Yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, hopefully Korea can make its own satellite, put it into orbit mm. and create its own satellite navigation systems. Uh, that will make it uh, far more easier for products such as uh, your GPS uh, satellite navigation in your cars so you don't get lost so you don't get lost but I must say Korea having experienced a lot of satellite navigations in various countries Korea does have actually one of the best satellite navigation systems Mm. for vehicles I must say we simply don't have enough time to go into the details of that but eventually (laughs) in the future that's something we might want to revisit Uh, in case you're hearing about the ICG for the first time it was launched only in 2005 from what I understand it's relatively new Mm And the aim is to sort of strategically share information mm. headed in the same direction right. in that space race. It yeah. seems important that South Korea is a part of it and a timely one, too. You could say they're navigating in the same direction. Good job, Adam. Yeah. That could, that could have been your key word. <laughs> it could have been. I just thought of it now and I regret it. <laughs> All right. On to our third keyword of the day. UNSC meeting. The UN Security Council is to hold an emergency meeting following North Korea's latest missile launch. So what are the latest details? Yeah, the session was requested by Britain and the United States. It's said to be taking place behind closed doors on Wednesday afternoon, New York time. It remains to be seen whether Seoul will sign on to a joint statement condemning the North's recent SLBM Mm. launch. It has avoided doing so in the past in order to reduce uh, inter-Korean tensions. Mm. Also, veto-wielding members, such as China and Russia may also not back the statement if one is adopted, something that they've done before. Mm. Uh, the emergency meeting, if held, comes as the US point man on North Korea, Sung Kim, is to visit Seoul this weekend. Now, the main agenda is likely to be the proposal for the declaration of a formal end to the Korean War. Mm. Um, South Korea believes those talks are actually gaining some steam and are confident that some consensus will be reached when the US envoy holds talks with his South Korean counterpart, Lord Gyodok. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seoul officials have said that Washington is kind of cozying up to the idea of a formal end to the Korean War. Mm. Uh, that's uh, uh, that's uh, the hope of Seoul anyway. Mm. No official stance uh, from Washington. Uh, Kim, meanwhile, uh, he wasn't shy to condemn North Korea's SLBM launch at a, a trilateral meeting with his South Korean and Japanese counterparts on Tuesday. Tuesday, uh, but he is likely to reiterate the U.S. stance that it's willing to engage diplomatically uh, with Pyongyang, that there are still no strings attached when they're uh, coming back to the negotiating table. Open to dialogue. And open to dialogue as always. All right, on to our fourth keyword of the day. Curbing household debt. So Korea's household debt continues to be of concern and the government is to announce ways to tame the runaway household debt. Will they intervene more? Will they pump in their own money? What Mm. can we expect? Yeah, the measures will reportedly focus on toughening requirements for the Mm. repayment capability of borrowers. So basically, if you are not deemed to be able to repay any loans, Mm. then you won't be given a loan in the first place. Mm. Uh, The Financial Services Commission is expected to announce the measures next Tuesday. Uh, Earlier, Finance Minister Hong Nam-gi, he told lawmakers in an audit that preparations are in what he called the final stage, adding that emphasis will be placed on toughening regulations on mortgage loans through the debt service ratio 
Most of the household debt seems to be coming from the mortgages. Mm. Um, DSR measures how much a borrower has to pay in principal and interest in proportion to his or her yearly income. Mm. And stricter application of the ratio can lead to a decline in fresh loans. So mm. that's basically what the the government is trying, uh, reportedly trying so, so to So regarding aim at. fresh set of loans, not right. the ones I've already been taken out. Right. Uh, now, since July, the FSC has actually applied a 40% DSR ratio on borrowers who buy a home worth more than 600 million won in speculation-prone regions. Mm. The FSC plans to apply the rule to borrowers who have an outstanding loan worth more than 200 million won from July next year. The rule will be applied to borrowers who have an outstanding loan worth more than 100 million won from a year later. Observers said that the FSC will likely speed up the schedule for the introduction of the stricter rules in next week's announcement. Uh, The regulator, however, is likely to ease regulations on loans for home rentals amid growing complaints that the recently toughened loan regulations have made it hard for renters, uh, tenants, to borrow money because, Mm. of course, for your average Joe and Jane, uh, mm. they're most likely to rent uh, a property rather right. than buy it. That's um, what they can afford initially, right? right. And so, of course, it is to it, the, some of these restrictions are put in place to curve speculative purchases. Mm. And if it is somehow stopping people who need those lo- mortgages right. at, at a much more smaller portion or loans in smaller portion, mm-hmm. there needs to be regulations that allow that too. Exactly. All right. On to our fifth keyword of the day. EV battery deal. So Korean battery uh, makers are reportedly making more moves to develop batteries for electric vehicles. That is a future after all. Mm -hmm. Samsung SDI and automaker Stellantis have reportedly signed a deal to jointly produce electric vehicle batteries for the North American market, a factory to be set up in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Run us through the details. Yeah, a lot of them are targeting the U.S. It is a huge market after all for automobiles. Uh, Look at the size. (laughs) Look at the size, yeah. (laughs) Uh, News reports suggest uh, Samsung SDI and Stellantis recently signed an MOU on a joint venture Mm. to build a battery cell plant in the North America region. Uh, There is no word or confirmation yet from uh, SDI, a Samsung SDI. Uh, The news came a day after Stellantis actually made a similar deal with LG Energy Solution. Uh, The size of the investments and locations of the factories were actually not disclosed for both of the deals. Mm. Uh, Details on the total capacity of the joint venture have also not been disclosed yet. Uh, But industry watchers expect the plant to produce 10 gigawatt hours of batteries uh, each year. That's enough for roughly 140,000. Uh, Hyundai Ioniq 5 cars, the 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 the, the brand, uh, the model that Hyundai released, that it seems to be quite popular. Mm. Um, this would be the first time Samsung SDI established a joint venture with a car maker, showing its eagerness to, mm. of course, bolster its presence in the U.S. market. Uh, it currently. Um, is uh, nearly 20% owned by Samsung Electronics and it operates EV battery plants here in Korea as well as in China and Hungary supplying car makers like BMW and Volkswagen. Uh, Now Stellantis, for those who don't know, was formed earlier this year in fact. It's a fairly new merger uh, between Fiat Chrysler and PSA Group uh, and makes mostly um, Chrysler, Jeep and the French Peugeot and Citroen vehicles. All right, and moving on to our last keyword of the day. Going to Hawaii. 
That sounds like a dream. <laughs> More flight routes are opening up amid a slow recovery from the pandemic. Uh, South Korea, of course, signed as a, a travel bubble with Singapore. Mm-hmm. That's the latest. Korea mm-hmm. Air says it's resuming flights to Hawaii come next month. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit more. Yeah, Korean Air said the Incheon-Honolulu route will resume starting November 3rd. It was suspended for 19 months because of the pandemic. Uh, Hawaiian Airlines also announced plans to expand flights on the route to four times a week. Uh, the flight will operate three days a week, departing from Incheon Airport every Wednesday, Friday and Sunday night. Mm. Uh, the KE-054 flight departing from Honolulu for Incheon will also operate on the same days of the week. Uh, Hawaiian Airlines will start flying four flights from Incheon to Hawaii between January 21st and February 16th next year. Mm. Uh, the increase in flights in that time period is aimed at the Lunar New Year holiday, when a lot of demand is um, there for international travel. <laughs> And now just around the corner. And just around the corner, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm confused where has a year gone. Yeah, wow. Time flies, doesn't it? And I guess it's a promising sign for, uh, well, the hard hit tourism industry, mm. right? I mean, including but not limited to airlines. Right. I mean, we're talking about these tour packages mm-hmm. and run by local companies. Yeah. They may be able to reoperate come next year. Right, hotels as well yeah. are part of yeah. that. Uh, and of course, um, to make it easier, quarantine is lifted for travelers mm. to Hawaii who have a negative COVID-19 test result issued from designated testing sites. Uh, Karina said the decision follows a steady increase actually in travel demand for the Mm. Hawaiian route. Uh, The carrier said the number of Korean tourists visiting Hawaii has grown fivefold since January to some 1,000 per month recently. Of course, that number absolutely doesn't really seem like a lot, but considering we're in the midst of a pandemic, Mm. it is certainly uh, a substantial number. Uh, Karina says it will continue reviewing the resumption of other suspended routes, considering the country's vaccination rates and the global pandemic situation as well. Some air routes will be opened faster. Yes. Thank you so much, Adam, for today's coverage. Very welcome. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.